Initialize sequence. Yo, what up? This is Prozac. This is Shaq's too dope from Insane Cloud Posse. Oh, yeah, this is Reese. Yo, this be the one them called Tech Nine. What's up? This is Mad Child. This is your boy Spider Man, aka Brother Lynch. Huh? Jared from Head PE. Yo, what up? This is Hop. My name is Recognized. This is Boondock. Yo, this Blaze, you dare homie. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Here we go for episode five of the Underground. Amped. It is Ned, joined by the man that doesn't know his left and right, <laughs> the real Jason <laughs> Herbert. Jay, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm giving you a piece of sign language with my right hand as we speak. And of course, he still doesn't realise, Nim, that people. Yes, can't I know see it's him. audio. You can't see it. Oh, got it. Put this in every single time. Make sure you feel like a retard. Hey, on, do I just stop? Because you might be thinking, geez, Jay is certainly up and about today this morning because you know how normally we do give him a little bit of stick and he's like, yeah, 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 you idiot. But he's dishing it back and we're not even like a minute into the pod. Yeah, he's a little bit more comfortable because Fitzy isn't here this week and the man you can hear on the phone line right now is the one and only Amin Azor. Nim, how are you this week, brother? Oh, man, it's been a bit of a stressful one, but nonetheless, we get it done. I am, of course, in the words of Fun Dungo, Missed the one day off. Six days a week! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear what you're saying, man. It has been, seeing what you're up to, it looks like you have been very stressed. Jay also had a very stressful night last night at the West Side. I wouldn't say stressful, I would just say long. Very long yeah. night indeed. Especially yeah, when there's hardly anybody night around. Night. And the thing out. is, as we all know, our boy Jay hates people. So, uh, when he's in an environment where you have to actively serve people and be friendly with them, he really has to try his hardest, and don't get me wrong, he's very good at his job, we have seen it in action, Ned, haven't <laughs> Well, yeah, you were ab- absolutely shocked when you saw Herbs in action out the west side. Yeah, man, we've actually been patrons, I've actually seen Jay, you know, the big man on campus at a big function, and he's working in the room, so to know just how much he hates me, like, can I get you a drink, sir? I'm going to stab you in the neck! That's exactly what's going down. So there must be nothing worse for you, Jay, just hearing Nim say this, than then one of your moron friends rocks up to your workplace when all you want to do is punch him in the face, but you have to be nice to him. No, there's no, nothing like that at all. I don't want to punch people in the face or anything like that, especially, you know, I, close buddies. I find that just, very, very yeah, hard up? to believe. I find that very hard to believe, Jay, but we do have a, another big lineup today. We've got a reduced lineup, but it's a lineup nonetheless. It's the Holy Trinity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, well, that is good. We're going to jump right into this sort of stuff. We've got some great stuff to talk about today, actually, and I want to jump into this, Nim, because we have the guy Elijah Witt from Cane Hill, and Cane Hill are one of the up-and-coming metal bands that Jay and I are very excited about. Their song is featuring on this tomorrow night's, is it? NXT? Yeah, we'll be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, NXT New Orleans. Yeah, yep. NXT New Orleans. We caught up with Elijah Witt yesterday. He's an awesome dude. A bit of a wrestling fan. His girl actually dragged him into wrestling, which is all sorts of awesome. You don't usually right. hear that. No, you don't. That's a very unusual. And, but it got me thinking, Nims. For those who don't know, Nims and I met through the radio station that I now work at. Nims has gone on to Greener Pastures. I am still here. Jay, of course, still top of the rung out the west side. <laughs> but we work at a radio station together and run this underground out of here as well. <laughs> During the day, our interviews get called through here for the underground. And I wanted to just let you know, man. Do you remember, Nim, when we had Ritz on the show? I rang him from the studio next door. Yeah. He didn't answer. He rang back to the breakfast show that you were currently on, and one of your co-hosts answered the phone. 
totally oblivious to who Ritz was. Yeah, she was an interesting unit, we'll put it that way. <laughs> the idea of her and Ritz talking is absolutely hilarious, and the fact that she had absolutely no idea who he, w he would be at all was very funny. I actually do remember that, because, like, because one, she was useless as it is. Uh, <laughs> so to actively, like, I, I just remember, it is one of the most bizarre things in the world. That would be like Johnny Depp for some reason putting a call through to the west side asking to talk to Jay. <laughs> because uh, those worlds should not overlap. <laughs> no, I hear what you're saying, man. Well, check this out then. This is what went down yesterday because, of course, the time difference and whatever. I'm all set up to talk to Elijah Witt at 9 a.m. My old start time was 10 a.m. I've been starting at 9 for a little while since I got back from the States. I forgot to tell the girls that I had an interview for the Underground on that day. So, I get in. It was about 10 to 9 yesterday morning, and they're all confused as hell. Totally random question. Are you expecting a call from the Underground Australia? <laughs> from a girl called Monica, I think it was, and and whatever, and it was so much confusion, and I'm like, oh no, what's happened here? They patched, <laughs> this is great, they patched Elijah Witt through to the local news, and <laughs> for the country show, how great is that? <laughs> Elijah Witt of Cane Hill, metal crazy man on the local farm news here in small town Noseville. I'm sure he would have loved to share his thoughts about what's happening on in the world of agronomy and seeds and field days and spreaders. <laughs> I wish, part of me almost wishes that that actually sort of went to air. It's like, and uh, to talk about our latest in rural news, here's Elijah from <laughs> <laughs> From New Orleans. So, what do you think about the state of sheep? <laughs> it just sort of took care of itself in the end. They realised that he wasn't from the underground Australia, and... But you know, you know that there was an awkward at least five to six minute conversation where they're both trying to stuff each other out and don't just want to play that go, look bro, who the hell are you again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. It just sort of... Uh, I told my wife owner about it and she thought it was the funniest thing she'd ever heard. <laughs> But anyway, the funniest thing I have ever heard, well, it's not funny, it's awesome. It is Jace L. Herbert returning to the football field, playing for Taylor's Lake, renamed in the year 2018, Jailer's Lake, after the great man himself. <laughs> Today is the big day, Jay. You yeah. are putting on the football boots. Looking forward to that shower session, no doubt after the big game. It is going to be a big one. Tell us all about it. There's not really uh, much to tell. You got this decrepit old man sitting over, over here in myself. Yeah, just strapping on the boots and sitting in the old man's club, which is known as the interchange. This should be pretty good to see because, as we know, like, now for those uh, overseas that may not know too much about Australian rural footy, it is very fast paced. In fact, talking when I had the pleasure of chatting to AJ Styles uh, a couple of weeks ago, he actually brought up how he likes Australian rules. Rugby, as he called it, yeah. because, it's, because it's so fast-paced. So, we could actually be seeing a fair few rotations, and our boy Jay taking on those idiots in Japan, Rainbow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I love that too. I did hear AJ Styles <laughs> refer to it as, yeah, Australian Rules Rugby or whatever it was, which was yeah. very funny. Yeah, I remember that, though, when he did come out a few years back, and he was all part of the North Melbourne football rugby team. That is right, but man, I'll tell you, I was, last night, Jay went and sent through a photo, because obviously uh, they named the teams, and you'll see their names up in light, 
and just seeing our boy Herbie, as he was affectionately called by the boys down at the lake. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. <laughs> just, yeah, probably because when you think Herbie, you think Lindsay Lohan, you think the love bug, when he's far from it. Our boy, the big droogie himself. In the forward pocket, no doubt going up against some of the superstars of Japan Rainbow. <laughs> he's going to be there in his tidy whiteies and his red, and his blood red bloody uh, footy top. Hip and shoulder with some of the JR boys, and I cannot wait. I would love to have been down there and check it out. Oh man, it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. We're gonna do our best to get out there today and get some sort of video footage for the website, for the Instagram and whatnot. It's gonna be great seeing Herbie. Imagine. <laughs> Could you imagine what it'd be like if we see Jay? Like, because as we all know, Herbs actually has been plagued with injuries. That's the reason why he has taken a break from footy because he did used to play for the Taylor's Lake Footy Club back a, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, a bit more than a couple of years ago, but unfortunately, you know, Father Time beats the hell out of all of us and it took a fair uh, blow on Jay. But he's put Father Time in a sufficient move. Father Time is tapped out. He is tapped out, <laughs> Jay is back on the park, and I look forward to seeing that great big mouth of Westside barrel through those lime green bastards at JR. Oh, I love that, man, and we cannot <laughs> stand good. JR. I've, and when I say that, I have no idea about anybody who plays out there, and apologies. I'm sure they're good people. Sure they're good people. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're good people, but we are all about Jailers Lake today. And for those playing at home that can't picture JSL Herbert, we need to put a picture of this man up, but just picture Rusev from the WWE. That is JSL Herbert running around in very small shorts. Yeah, as, as is the tradition. It's got nothing to do with, like, you know, it's no weirdness or something. It's just one of those things. For some reason, our national sport seems to have the shortest shorts on the planet. Yeah, the sort of shorts that you'd like to see on, like, you know, like a young 22-year-old female or something coming out of college. Jay's nodding going, yeah, hell yeah. But no, instead we get to see them on Jay Sal Herbert. And uh, that will probably uh, give people nightmares for eternity. That's all right, Jay. That's all right. You, we always know that you love being intimidating on the, on the footy field. I can't wait to see you there in your Ray-Bans hip and shouldering, knocking people over left, right and centre. Could you imagine, could you imagine if only that, like, if only the public realised the fanfare that is deserved of Jay coming back. We should have, like, if, if we had the time, Nanny, it'd be great to get one of those big banners. <laughs> because it's traditional in Australian rules footy, at least in the majors, to run through a banner with, like, you know, a helpful slogan on the front. And you could just see, like, you know... I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know what's the rhyme. Herbert returns, or yeah, it could be something like along the lines of you know, Jr. Storm, you're off your tree. Welcome <laughs> back, our boy Herbie, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, our boy Jason Lee Herbie. I just love the fact that they call him Herbie. It sounds so. I don't know. Kind it of. Do, it doesn't sweet. sound right. It, it does sound very affectionate, but man, Jay, I cannot wait to see you. Now remember too, Jay. You do get run, have to run on the park. You've got to run like within the line. You don't want your, your team fined or penalised just because you decided to take the alternative route to get to the back pocket or forward pocket. <laughs> well, the man is an athlete, and trying to slow the man down it will be an absolute nightmare for those cats out at JR. He's just rolled the eyes. I don't know <laughs> what for, Jay. This is like, uh, no, no, I'm not so sure about that part. One of the things I would love to see, because on occasion you'll see some of our players, like in the AFL, mic'd up, and they'll just replay it throughout the game. 
Like, you know, you had Luke Hodge do it for Hawthorne. He's the captain of Hawthorne. He was the captain of Hawthorne. He now plays for the Brisbane Lions, which is Nettie's team. You yes, have sir. Directing traffic, you'll hear, like, just what happens out in the field. I would love it if we mic Jay up, because it would literally <laughs> just be like, Get the real, get the real! <laughs> no, I think all you'd hear is someone very uh, heavily trying to inhale oxygen. I was going to say, yeah, that's great that you say that. I think you would hear a little bit of huffing and puffing, which is something that you would have to expect after such a long time off. But hey, on the yeah. topic of, you know, athletes and awesome athletes at that, these guys don't match up to our boy JLH, but they're not too bad at all. They are the WrestleMania superstars of the WWE, and WrestleMania is happening Monday, is that right? Yeah, Monday. That's right, that's right. It is going to be insane to see what happens. This, arguably, and I don't mean, I don't say this to hype it up too much, or like, you know, pump this ties up too much. This looks to be... Probably one of the greatest WrestleMania cards we will ever see in our lifetime. Wow, that is a big call right there. And so happy to have you on the line to discuss it because you, I would say you are the biggest wrestling expert I know. Would you agree then, Herb? Yeah, I completely agree that uh, Nims is Mr. Wrestling. And you were there last year, so you know what it's all about. You know the excitement. You must be feeling all sorts of envious at the moment for the people getting to go and see it. It's yeah, going to be big. I'll, I'll tell you what, Nettie, it's almost like having gone, it makes the envy and the fear of missing out so much worse because, as you know, like, you're like you've been to a gathering before. You know, back in the day, you've been to a gathering, right? Yeah. And you know that, like, when you're there, it's like, this is the most awesome thing in the world. And then the following year, you're kind of like, man, this time last year I was there, and you're sort of like, ah, oh, man, I'd love to be there, I'd love to be there. And it just stings that bit more because you know what it's all about. Oh, I couldn't agree more. That's exactly what it's going to be like next year for the next Astronomicon because I won't be getting there. And I'm going to yeah. be like, hell, it could have been so much awesome being there. So sometimes you're better off not actually going yeah. because it's like, <laughs> you, you know how good it actually was. But anyway, Niam, give us a preview of it, man. What are the matches to look out for? We're looking down the barrel of five straight hours, yeah? Mate, it looks like it's actually going to be seven hours. Seven hours, wow! As I've told you too, last year when my good mate Alex and I were at WrestleMania, that was a 12-hour day for us because, you know, when you take into account that we all got onto the bus together, because it's just, just 88,000 wrestling fans all getting in there. And true to the WWE form, they are so slick. Everyone, we were waiting out front for a little bit, but everyone was in and out. There was no, like, pushing and thing. Everyone was just there for a good time, so... That's why it's going to be just awesome down in New Orleans in a couple of days' time. But, Nettie, look at this. Just, we have actually got legitimately about five or six matches there that can actively main event that pay-per-view. So we don't actually know what is the true main event because we have got a dream match that is happening between Shinsuke Nakamura and <laughs> AJ Styles. Now, fun fact, we actually saw this match the only other time that they've ever faced was in Japan at Wrestle Kingdom, I think it was Wrestle Kingdom 9, which we watched back in the day because when AJ left TNA, remember how we were just watching everything that he was doing? We had to hunt down AJ. Yeah, we were discussing this last week, man, because we are massive AJ Styles fans, and that was an amazing match right there. And how the hell do you top that, Nim? Like, this is going to be crazy. So that match there, that's going to be five stars right away. Oh, hell yeah, man. And the mere fact that we are getting that match is mind-blowing. But yeah, AJ Styles, 
Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE title. That is one of the many matches there. We got another huge one too. It's a bit of a rematch from WrestleMania 31, which when we saw it together, Nettie, like, you know, within the confines of the Tepper household, along <laughs> with Martha, the fam as well, it was a really, really good night. That was the infamous night where Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns had their main event interrupted by Seth Rollins cashing in. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Boy, yeah. what? It still haunts me to this day. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, that one could be a main event match. It's Jason's man, Roman Reigns, and let's face it, Jay would love to Superman punch us a couple of times. Oh, yeah, no. 100% right there. No. Roman Reigns is hated by the wrestling smart marks of the world. For some <laughs> weird reason. Which I, which I love because Herb's is the biggest Roman Reigns fan alive. He's got the figurines, he's got all that sort of stuff. I think it's a fantastic thing that you're on board. It just goes to show your personality there. So do you think that Roman Reigns, the most hated wrestler in the WWE, can get it done against Brock? See, I don't get why he's hated, though. That's the thing. Like, if anyone says, you get, you know, the keyboard warrior smart marks, you know, 35-year-olds that live in their mum's basement, uh, he can't wrestle. Or can they? No, of course they can't. He can, but yeah, I reckon Roman's going to get it. That's the other thing, too. Like, it has been proven with all of his great matches with guys like Daniel Bryan down to, you know, Dean Ambrose. He can wrestle. He is a very, very good star. But you know what it's like? It's like when Ned and I talk to DW uh, from Super High. It's just this day and age where everyone's got their two bobs. No one really uses the positivity, but man, look at that. Now, those are just two of the massive matches at WrestleMania. I mean, mm. that's straight the surface. What about Kurt Angle's return to WrestleMania? Teaming up with Ronda Rousey. Oh. WWE debut to take on Shane McMahon and Triple H. This wow. one wow. is going to be a huge match. That could be a main event. Man. I love that too because it's like Ronda Rousey's just in there going against two dudes. Oh, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah. what big, and what bigger stage to actually make your in-ring debut on as well? Hell yeah, dude. There is going to be so much at stake. And it's funny too, because Joe, you mentioned the keyboard warriors out there. There are a lot of people out there giving uh, Rowdy Ronda so much hate too, because it's like, oh, well, she failed in the octagon, blah, blah, blah. She's, she's all this, she's all that. It's like, yeah, Cause, you know, if you don't win, that's it. Full stop. You might as well pack it up and go home now. Idiots. That's what they are in the words of JLA. <laughs> <laughs> that is three big matches. Uh, as I said, I haven't even scratched the surface here. We have got... The in-ring return of Daniel Bryan. Oh, look the hell out. Who's Daniel Bryan taking on them? Daniel Bryan will be teaming up with Shane McMahon, and we've seen that Shane McMahon can go as well. Oh, yes, he can. Dude's half crazy. Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, teaming up to take on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Oh, another JSL Herbert lookalike right there. That one, that match is going to be crazy. You are right, because I'm a little bit behind. I'm not going to pretend that I'm not. I, we just finished up Fastlane, but I did not know about that match. That is going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I think that match is only announced, what, two weeks ago or something like that. So it's been a bit of a slow build, but uh, it's going to be an awesome match to see, especially uh, Daniel Bryan back in the ring. Yeah, it has paid off in dividends. Not only that, too, we have got... A, a women's championship match for the SmackDown women's title that looks like it is going to be it's going to be the goods because let's look at this you would have seen it through at Fastlane Nate, where Oscar who she undefeated in the WWE we saw her when she broke out on NXT and we watched her rise she's got a 500 plus win streak bigger than Goldberg 
which got her a fair bit of respect from the great man himself. And she'll be taking on Charlotte Flair, the daughter of Ric Flair, in a Queen versus Empress match. Oh. Streak versus you've... the title at WrestleMania. This one's going to be awesome. That is going to be crazy. You've just lost JLH because he's not a big fan of You haven't is. lost me because it's like, this is it's going to be an awesome match. I'm going to cut you off because I really hate that rhetoric that you always wear. Oh, we lost Jay. He hates this, blah, blah. No, just stop it. It dies now. But yeah, well, I'm looking forward <laughs> to this match. This is Sorry, this is what? this is going to be... It, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. There's your second match of the night because Styles and Nakamura... Those two are going to put on a clinic. But then again, so are Charlotte and Asuka. And look, there's Asuka. another... Like, like I mentioned, you're probably sort of thinking, oh, you're an idiot as all. Like, you, you said there were going to be five massive matches that could main event. You know, this is four. Well, the last one has not been confirmed yet. We've got to the final roll and the final smackdown and still not a peak because John Singer has challenged The Undertaker to come out of retirement. He actually said... He actually said... We know that you're ready for it. We've seen the workout videos on your wife's Instagram. <laughs> so he has gone all out, calling out Taker. So we don't know whether or not this match will happen. Well, that's crazy right there. And well, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, boys? Is it going to go down? We've seen a take on Taker. Like, I, I was under the impression last year was his last year, and you got to see it, Nim, but... As was I, man. As was mm. I. To quote John Cena... And this is a legitimate quote from John Cena. He said this on Monday Night Raw, the most recent one, the go-home edition of Monday Night Raw. He literally said, and I quote, to The Undertaker, Yep, last year, not only did you leave your hat and coat in the ring, but you also left your balls there as well. Whoa! Yeah, this is... Taker's uh, coming out for sure. Yeah, there's also sort of speculation as well. Like, is it going to be the dead man persona of The Undertaker, which left his hat and gloves and everything in the ring last year? Or is it going to be the return of the American Badass Undertaker? I would love to see the American Badass come back. Just for one last, you know, you look back and a lot of people hated it at the time. At the time, a lot of people hated the American Badass. But... Now there's a bit more nostalgia for it. It was 18 years ago. And let's face it, probably like, you're right, the dead man, I feel like the dead man's retired, and I would love to see him come back in that bandana with a bit of lip bits and rolling playing, or <laughs> depending uh, who, who your preference is. But nah, it should be cool. And that is just the main event matches. We haven't even got into the other ones. The cruiserweight matches, the raw women's title matches, the tag team matches. The US title match, the intercontinental match. Oh my god, so much to cram in a massive, massive card. We just barely scratched the surface on this card. It's just going to be absolutely, pun intended, phenomenal. Now, we are going to be doing our very best to try and all catch up, and we all got pretty hectic schedules, so hopefully they can align and we can check out WrestleMania and see it and just watch it for ourselves together once more. But because uh, last one we all did together was WrestleMania 32, mm. which was uh, which was awesome in itself. Schedule permitting, let's all hope that we can all get together and check it out. Yeah, get oh, together, yeah. check it out, and definitely run a review of it or go over the card, just like those old school podcast gimmick days, Nim. <laughs> well, 100%. I think that was a great preview there, fellas. Looking forward to it. WrestleMania. When's it happening? It's Sunday night, America. Monday morning, yeah. Australia. You know how it runs. But yeah, thank you so good. much for that, Nim. Appreciate it, man. That's all good, man. And don't get the night before Saturday or Sunday Ooh. now. Not only will you enjoy Kane Hill doing the theme music to NXT TakeOver, 
enjoy TakeOver because, Nettie, there is something that I... One match that I do want to highlight because it's going to be very, very good. NXT on Saturday night are debuting a brand new title in a six-man ladder match, two of whom have the days of the TakeOver debuts of some talents that we know pretty well from other companies. King Ricochet, the man himself, Ricochet, who we might know as Prince Puma. Oh, look out. Look out. He is going to be making his TakeOver debut in a ladder match, a six-man ladder match that uh, I do believe also has Adam Cole, baby! (laughs) And he is in the top 1%, the NXT TakeOver debut of Ethan Carter III. Oh, look yeah, out. TNA legend right there. I'm absolutely hyped for that one. And big shout out to my dude, Beef, there from MNE. He's a massive fan of NXT as well. And he said to me, man, I am so hyped for that NXT takeover as well. He said even maybe more so than WrestleMania. And after your WrestleMania preview there, it's, wow, it's a big weekend of wrestling. <laughs> it's going to be a huge hell, weekend. Yeah, hell yeah. Too. Also, if anyone hasn't seen it, Try and watch the next two editions of NXT. But the two just joined. You can stream it on the WWE Network. You get it for $9.99. In fact, if you sign up now, you get the first three months free. That includes WrestleMania, too. WWEnetwork.com, which is awesome. But EC3, he's going to be the next big thing in NXT. It's great to see, uh, as we all know, EC3 started off in the WWE developmental. Didn't quite work out for him, so he left reinvented himself, went to TNA, became a huge star there. And I just love the fact that he was able to keep his gimmick from TNA. It is the same EC3 that used to love watching an Impact Wrestling. He's back in the WWE on the big stage. And I, for one, am so happy that he's able to apply his talent because he's a very, very underrated cat. That's fantastic right there that they've done that. And same deal happened with Matt Hardy too. Like, it was great seeing him be able to come back over and bring his... Yeah, his uh, his, uh, broken universe. Yes, I thought that's cool how they've been doing that a little bit lately. Well, man, two big nights of wrestling coming up. We are going to be chatting to Elijah Witt of Cane Hill. That is coming up next, of course. One last thing though, Eddie, one last thing, because you, you just jogged my memory talking about Matt Hardy. Now, we've all seen the final deletion, we've seen delete or decay, we've seen total non-stop deletion, the three things, uh, the three huge little, I don't know how you want to call them, what, what do you want to call them? They're like sort of wrestling art forms, because Matt Hardy's someone that really thinks outside the box. So I don't quite know what you call them, but they are very cool. But the WWE's actually put on their YouTube page the full version of the ultimate deletion, which is Broken Matt taking on Bray Wyatt. And we've been pretty big Bray Wyatt fans, so this is a huge little dream match as well. If you've got 20 minutes, jump onto YouTube and check out the ultimate deletion, because that is the good. We all saw how kind of low budget and, you know, almost amateur horror Blair Witch style TNA pieces were. When you got the might of the WWE in this slick production, Man, the ultimate deletion, it is great to watch. Oh, it is, man. Actually, after you told me about that, I did check it out indeed and absolutely loved it. That's my favorite match from TNA that you're just describing. And this right here, that is a dream match right there. So much so, I thought that was going to be on WrestleMania. But there you go. It's up there on the YouTube now. So you can check it out while you're waiting for WrestleMania. Hell yeah, there is a lot going on. Make sure you check it all out. I know I've just given everyone a huge laundry list of stuff to do this weekend, but hey, trust me, it'll be worth it. Yeah, definitely get on it. Well, I think that is about it for now, boys. We got anything else, Jay? No, that's it. I think we've covered it all. 
Punch on Nim. Man, let's not forget to next week, not only will we talk WrestleMania, but we should do a wrap-up and go through the stat sheet and just see how our boy, the real Jace L. Herbert, the great big mouth of Westside, Jailer's Lake did in his epic debut. Oh, that is without question right there, Nim. <laughs> Very much looking forward to it. Next week, we'll have a dude from Blackstone Cherry on the show as well. But up next, we are chatting with Elijah Witt from Kane Hill. Thanks, fellas. All good, man. Talk soon. What's up, family? This is Sonny from the band P.O.D., and you are listening to The Underground. Catching up with Elijah Witt of Kane Hill on The Underground Amped. Wit, what's happening, man? Oh, nothing much. Uh, just sitting at our rehearsal space, taking a break from rehearsal for a little talk with you. Ah, nice. That's what I like to hear. Now, before I sort of jump into things, Elijah, I was looking into this, and you guys are a fairly young band. I wanted to know, when did you first realize that you could actually do this and make it as a career? I think that I kind of, like, assumed that I could make it a career. When I was younger, I had this fantasy built up of turning music into a career and not having to have a real job. Uh, yeah. The reality of it, I guess, set in when we had a contract in front of our face, you know, when like it become like a physical, legal kind of endeavor. Because before that, I mean, it was all just for fun. And then it kind of became like this, this is your job now. It's not a nine to five, it's unconventional, but it, it, it's still definitely a job. So that's probably when the reality set in. Yeah, I'm hearing what you're saying. Did you yourself actually work any other jobs, or were you just straight into the music side of things? No, I was I was in college. I had little jobs at pizza places, delivering pizza, making pizza. I worked at that Hoboy place in New Orleans. It was mostly just like food industry shit. So nothing real, because I was, I was in the middle of trying to get a degree, because I didn't figure it was going to pan out for me. <laughs> Thank goodness it did, man, because the new album, Too Far Gone, it's a it's a damn good one and really heavy. I'm digging it, man. Congratulations on it. Well, thank you very much. I'm happy it panned out, too. I'd be much more bored with my life if I wasn't doing this. <laughs> well, it gets my kids' tick of approval, man. Like, the song The End there is, a, is an awesome one, and it's good to see the younger generation jumping up to a bit of metal, too. How do you rate this one compared to Smile Wit? It seems a lot heavier to me. I don't know. I think, I mean, we tried to put some of the softest music we could on it and the, the heaviest music we could. I think for me, I, I just think this goes above and beyond Smile personally as, as far as how we executed it, the, the planning, and just the depth of, of where we went with the lyrics and, and the guitar, drum instrumentation, all of it. It's, a, it's like our, our definite favorite child out of the three things we put out, you know. And maybe that's because it's fresh, but I just think it's a huge step ahead of where we were. Yeah, it sort of speaks for itself, man, and great to see. Is it Lord of the Flies going to be on WWE's next in New Orleans? That's that's crazy right there. Yeah, Lord of Flies and it follows. I chose two of the damn songs, so that's one of the coolest things that's ever happened to us. Very much looking forward to it. How did that come about, Wit? I couldn't even tell you. I think it a good job of finding bands that had Code Orange perform it last year and then I seen like Carnegie Empire the team, the Marmots the team, the team so just reaching into this deep scene that we've got that's relatively thriving, you know, but without any kind of mass attention and they're, they're capitalizing on it. I think 
what they're doing, meshing their audience into our audiences, right? Because we're looking for a younger demographic, or we're looking for an older demographic reaching across different kinds of areas, and where they mostly just have whatever is playing on Octane or their active rock station, that they're giving them something fresh and new that's exciting. But I don't know how I came about, but we're here. <laughs> I like that. Are you big wrestling fans yourself? I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid, and that in, in the midst of growing up, I kind of got out of it. Um, but I've been getting back into it ever, ever since the whole collaboration between us and NXT. My, my girlfriend's a massive wrestling fan, so she's got me watching <laughs> Raw every single week anyway. That's awesome, man. It's usually the other way around. <laughs> yeah, she's She's the one who's been a fanatic her whole damn life. Oh, that's very cool. And, and changing things up, man, you were here in Australia a couple of years back. How did you find it down here? Oh, man, I love your country. I think it's a little expensive, but <laughs> yeah. I think that it's so worth the price of, of, of what you pay to live there because that is such a gorgeous place. The people are gorgeous. The food is delicious. You have chicken inside a sushi that we don't do over here, and it's just out of this world. I don't know, man. Australia is tight. Oh, that's awesome to hear. So can we expect to see you back here anytime soon? We have heard rumors of an idea of going back at some point very soon, so probably, yeah. But I, don't, I can't say if anything's confirmed because I don't even know. Uh, it's a bit of a case of watch this space sort of thing. Would that be like a headline to a widow, or are you going to jump on board with another one like with Bullet for My Valentine? Honestly, either, either one. I think they both have their benefits. We'd love to do something intimate and personal since we put out Too Far Gone, but also... I mean, we love touring with bigger bands than ourselves. I hear what you're saying, man. It's not going to be long, though, before you guys absolutely blow up because I think the you guys are really peaking at the moment and changing things up. I want to get a good recommendation from you. What's something that you would recommend to listeners? I got to think. I mean, our interview being on the day of Wayne Staley's passing years ago, I'd say just rip into the, I mean, if you don't already rip into it, the Jar of Flies EP because it's just phenomenal. Oh, there you go. That's a good one right there. And totally off topic, can you let us know something that may surprise us about you? I don't know if there's any interesting facts. <laughs> uh, I caught you off guard. I, don't know, I, I once in the second grade bought a pair of trip pants that I only <laughs> wore in private when I was pretending that I was in a band. There you go. That's fantastic, Not a man. Pair of pants. <laughs> I like that a lot, man. And I know it's early days, but when when will you guys get back in the studio and start working on follow up material? We're already working on some new stuff. Oh, there you go. Kind of something a little bit interesting that I think people really like. Are you talking EP there or full length? I don't know the specifics. It's going to be a couple of things, I think. Oh, hell yeah, man. That one's got me excited. So what's the remainder of 2018 hold for you guys? I know you're about to hit the road real soon. We're working on some stuff where we're not, you know, support bands. We're working on some headlining things, I think. Trying to, I mean, you never know if we're going to end up doing it or something cool is going to pop in. But we're trying to work on something to make some, like, uh, intimate performances happen in the future of this year. So, And then we got some good tours coming up uh, this spring with a bunch of babies in one point. So... That's pretty much our goal right now. Yeah, well, man, you're doing an awesome job of it and cannot wait to get you guys back down here. Oh, we're excited at just the idea of doing it, man. 
Oh, hell yeah, man. Be sure to check out these guys. It is Kane Hill. Their album, Too Far Gone, is out now through Rise Records. Hit these guys up on Facebook. Facebook.com slash WeAreKaneHill. WeAreKaneHill.com. Same deal on the Instagram or Elijah Witt's personal page at Elijah Witt. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.